I mean, you, I, I guarantee Sydney's gotten up to at least 110 the amount of time he spends in hot tubs. He's gotten up to 110. <laughs> totally. Easy. Dude, I've, have um, I told you my marathon hot tub story? In college, for the fraternity, we did an executive retreat to a cabin in Gatlinburg. And we had a hot tub. And it was, like, freezing out. It was probably, like, 30 degrees or something. Like, literally freezing. So we had a case of beer out there on a chair next to the hot tub. And the hot tub was on the balcony. And throughout the night, my buddy Frank and I, we sat in the hot tub for, like, four straight hours. Because we would just pee off the side, off the balcony. And then we had unlimited beer next to us. And then, like, throughout the evening, people got in, got in, got out, got in, got out, got out. So we'd have them bring us another, like, box of beer out. And it was just like, I mean, it had to have been unhealthy, dude, to be in a hot tub for, like, over four hours without getting out. Oh, my God. (laughs) And he's sitting on the edge or just full? You had to sit on Of course you sat on the edge. I think I would sit on the edge some. I'm an edge sitter with a hot tub anyway. Sure. I, I enjoy a pretty... I'm pretty particular about my homeostasis. Let's just say, Brad. Also, I... uh... Oh, give me... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I think the last time I was in a hot tub was with you at our friend Josh Warsaw's bachelor party. Oh, my God. I think that was the last time. Yeah. Um, that's not the last time. Ago. That's not the last time I was in one, but that's the only time you and I have ever been in one together. That is a fact. Sure. And the podcast sure. was in its infancy. The podcast was two months old at that time, maybe three. Yes, and we did an episode. We didn't. We did an episode about it when we got home, and we did that's a what it was. promo on the drive. Fucking love the lick. I love the lick. The lickers love the lick too. Everyone loves the lick. Hey, I gave out a lick sticker today for the first time in forever. Hell yeah, nice. Our our mutual friends. I won't say their names, but they're not feeling well, and I um, <laughs> they didn't want to give them a lick sticker. <laughs> they didn't want to leave the house to get groceries, and so I went and bought them some groceries and left them on their stoop, and I put a lip a lick sticker on top of the things. <laughs> This could either help them or hurt them. <laughs> I hope. Oh, we should start putting giving lick stickers <laughs> on people who are quarantined and give them something to listen to. Hey, if somebody's if somebody's gonna sell a bottle of sanitizer for fifty bucks, <laughs> I'm gonna get some listeners. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> Well, if you as long as you aren't dying and you want someone to listen to, yeah, check out the fucking lick, of course. Dude, I, I, I don't want to be mean or insensitive to like this thing that's going on that's going to affect all of our Just lives say it. forever. But I think we're gonna get some listeners out of this. Yeah, of course. <laughs> here, I, I'm gonna st- I'm gonna pause right here. I'm gonna stop right here. We have Thank to you. we have to stop we have to stop this forgiveness. If you own a social media account. And you're still acting accordingly to what social media is about. Yeah. Don't we do not have to say sorry about anything. Oh, interesting. I mean, we live we live in the social media world. It's always about like, what am I doing? And I I don't I do not at all. I actually I don't stand on this point. Hence our podcast. Really, uh, I have no problem with people just posting things that are funny or normal life. I don't mind that at all. Because honestly, I'd almost rather see that than somebody keep updating me about their fun times in quarantine. So if it's got <laughs> something to do with something you're creating, I'll take that any day of the week. Because I don't really know why I'm looking at social media in the first place. I don't need to follow your life. It's often the thing that I know we all see that when we're on like Instagram. Yeah. Like just somebody's on vacation. That's fine. I know people do that. I've done that. But... If, if it's only becoming now about like, hey, look at I'm playing this board game or like, you know, like uh, here's a show I'm watching. I'd rather just see something maybe you've already created or it's still something weird and funny. I've had other people do that. And I'm like, I'm totally fine with that because, yeah, I'm, I like social media, social media. Like I'm, I'm addicted to it like everybody. So when I'm looking, yeah, if it's just something normal and funny, 
uh, amidst that people should be still fine. You want to post about coronavirus for sure. Uh, but I don't mind that being mixed in. And uh, the point is, we don't have to be sorry about this. Us wanting listeners, fine. Yeah. If, if people are sitting around watching trash on Netflix, might as well give them a good product while they're at it. You're damn right. Like, how about that? It, look at it that way. It's not taking advantage of anybody. It's helping people. You're damn right we are, Brad. Cool. I'm watching Tiger King. My name's Brad. <laughs> Fuck you, Brad. Listen to the lick. But I'm watching NYPD Blue. My name's Sydney. Well, listen to the lick. Or am I Sid? Maybe I'm Sid. Do something with your life. Listen to the lick. But I'm and still... this goes out to all our liquor fans. You know how much we love you. Go out and tell somebody about the lick. That's your duty during coronavirus. Tell somebody about the lick and cheer them up. But I want to watch Tootsie. We... <laughs> your marriage is already falling apart. Listen to the lick. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I just realized something, Sydney. Sure, please. Uh, I'm sorry to say this. My gain has been screaming. Uh, it should be okay, but it might be pi- this might be a pinchy one for folks. And now I just turn it down. And I'm all over the place. I'll look at it on the thing. I'm also trying a different setup today, so I'm, I'm gonna. Guys, hello, we're, hello, const- hello. we're constantly hello, hello, experimenting hello, hello, hello. here. Sorry, yeah, I think this one might be a little pitchy. They're probably Whatever. liking how I sound now. It's probably fine. I, I adjusted mine halfway through. Who's to say, man? I mean, liquors. Mine was speaking. We're honest with you that we're learning as we go, but we're still ahead of the curve. So the, if you're joining us for the first time, guess what? We're learning test. as we go. And we're not afraid to you, admit it. If you, want a per, if you want a professional podcast, there's always Joe Rogan. If you want something off the cuff and real, you got the lick. There's always Joe Rogan. Dude! News Radio was on last night, speaking of Joe Rogan. Do you like that show, that old show? Uh, that was also a little before my time in terms of if I were to watch it, it would have been like a couple of years later on reruns, so no. I never really watched it. That was on when I was in high school. I I think it only had like three seasons, but I liked it so much. Um, and last night I went to bed a little earlier. I think I went to bed around midnight, and it was on TV. Uh, dude, such a good show. But Rogan's on there, and Andy, Andy Dick is Rogan. his best before he went to Phil Hartman, Andy. Yeah. What a weird little crew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eclectic little crew there. And that guy from, uh, he's in a lot of stuff. Office Space. And uh, he played the owner of the station. Oh, uh, Gary, uh, no. um, Yeah, the boss. You're good with all these actors' names, Brad. You're very good with actors' names. Did you read People Magazine growing up? I feel the opposite usually. I feel like I don't know. I feel like I don't know a lot of names in general. Never mind actor names. <laughs> I you think I do? I, I honest. I guess I'll take this compliment. I often beat myself up for my bad memory. Oh, see, I'll Truthful. mention a character like on The Office that I'm like, oh, that guy's such a good character actor, and you'll just know the name, whereas I have no. Well, not The Office. I don't know anything about The Office besides. No, but that character, that character Todd Packer. I was like, oh, that guy's so funny. That guy's so funny. You know his name. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, well, I like him, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying. David Kesnick? Kes- Dolna Ketcher? David Kesnick. Kesnick? Don't beat He's yourself funny. up. Don't beat yourself up. I got to get Tylenol then. Fuck. Dude, I got to get a thermometer, man. Last thing I want to do is like be like in here like roasting of a fever and not know how much it is. At least want to know how much it is, Brad. You know? Just fire up your oven <laughs> and just get closer and closer. You're like, ah, oh, this is matching. <laughs> this is matching. Cool. Uh, heated my oven to 98.6. <laughs> just, yeah. Just barely warm. Low as it can go. Low as it can barely go. Barely warm. Dude, sometimes you I might be able to get that kind of heat with a uh, toaster oven. <laughs> Dude, I slow cook a Thanksgiving turkey at 98.6. <laughs> I started on... Uh, <laughs> I started hey, on human Monday. Too. I started on Monday. I think it's <laughs> ready to eat by Thanksgiving, though. You know what I mean? It, see, it still comes out fine. You just—it's always hard to judge, like when to put the stuffing in. Yes. you're like, oh, yeah. well, Tuesday afternoon, Wednesday morning. Yeah. Well, you start a you start a Thanksgiving turkey on on the Monday before Thanksgiving. You just like you're gonna be watching like the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving episode. You're going to be watching, like, Trains, Planes, and all. You know, all this Thanksgiving 
programming song. On like the thing about that is tough for the it's tough for the whole family because everybody's got to take shifts. Like <laughs> you true. can't just go to bed with it on. So it's like, all right, uh, what, honey, you're staying up overnight to watch this. I'm gonna go to bed for a couple hours. <laughs> you get up, you know, you do shifts. <laughs> What's worse, <laughs> being quarantined alone f- for coronavirus or having to be in a family where you do shifts watching a turkey for a week? <laughs> Both are very isolating. <laughs> Dude, you just brought up something that I know is on everyone's minds right now because I keep hearing it on TV and the radio now. But, like, all these families that are now stuck together that, like, hate each other, like, they all have had outlets from each other. Like, like yeah, I live with, like, housemates, but, like, I, you know, kind of control how, how often I'm alone. You live completely alone. Like, these people are, like, stuck together. Both in like, life and in my head. Yeah. <laughs> But these people are, like, stuck together. I mean, like, imagine if you're the kind of parent that sent your kids to boarding school because you were sick of them already. And in their boarding school was like, well, we're closing. And you're like, um, but they were only supposed to be home for two weeks before we sent them to camp. Like, and now we've, now we're stuck with them for four months. Or even, yes, yes. Or, like, your parents or my parents, they're living in, well, I guess, well... <laughs> they live in a home. Yes, as we all do. We live in a place. But ours has so much more of a community in terms of, you know, you look out your window, uh, you see a lot of life. You don't mm-hmm. have to be near them, but you see a lot of life. You hear a car. There's activity. If you're living in a home where, I think you have a little more foot traffic where you're from. Yeah. Mine's a little less. But, like, you know, you look out and there's, like, your yard. It's like nobody else is around. It feels even more isolating if you're going to follow the rules. Well, then again, I guess if you have a yard, you're more than welcome to just go sit outside and just roam around there too. But uh, people who are stuck with their significant others, children, whatever, I cannot see. I cannot see a reality where this is not mentally stressful. (laughs) It's so true. I cannot. I don't care how in love you are. I don't care how well you communicate. I cannot see a scenario where at some point throughout this um, and or a healthy couple, I guess, would really start to find effective strategies to distance in terms of we know this sucks. We know we're getting on each other's nerves. You need to start taking a walk during this time of day. I'll take mine then. We'll make a point to have time together, point not to, like hardcore but what's more forced than being like, I'm going to be in the other room because I have to be. Ugh, I couldn't imagine. Oh, man, it's crazy. It's crazy. Look at this. I've been I, selfishly I respect, doing a lot I respect, of I respect all uh, couples, uh, especially the ones that actually like each other. But, <laughs> you know, uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's got to be tough. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, you didn't, uh, you didn't, uh. Oh, we always keep the bedroom door closed, remember? Oh, I don't know. You're usually working when I'm working, and I don't know. I don't know. Well, I just would like to start keeping it closed. It gets a little draft. Okay. Okay. I don't remember that ever. Okay. Um. Hey, I bought the seltzer for us to drink, like, in the evening with cocktails. That's not like oh. a, That's not like a 8 to 5 when we're both on our computers drink. Okay. We got a little gripe. When did coronavirus make it a fun thing for people to drink uh, open container policy? Oh, yeah. This this New cool. York takeout cocktail thing is kind of silly. Cool. <laughs> cool. Just walking around with beer. And cool. I mean, you're just as bad as the spring breakers. <laughs> you're just as bad. <laughs> Life's a party, right? <laughs> Let me go on a record um, here and say I've I've drank in public in New York for years. Yes, I know you have. <laughs> so you're not a fake. You do it hardcore. Mm-hmm. You're willing to risk your public image as well as your record because you're thirsty for beer. <laughs> Dude, it's like all these people that are going to grow beards now. Like we were saying the, the day before, it's like all these pussies because it's like, oh, well, you're pussies. stuck inside. You know, why, why didn't you grow a beard before, you know? Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't even know what I'm going to do if I start seeing more than enough mustaches, but it won't matter. They won't last. 
Right. Those pu- I'm, I'm thinking about shaving into a mustache this week. I, uh, just because I go through my phases, I can't wait to outlast them. It's no different than in November, which usually raises awareness for good causes. Uh, I guess, if, especially if there's money involved, whoever is raising money, yeah. uh, I guess. But people go, hey, in November, I tell you, I, I'm an asshole. I'm well aware I'm an asshole. I look them right in the eye. I go, come see me on Christmas morning. Come <laughs> see me on Christmas. And they go, what? I go, come see me on Christmas. They go, what does that mean? I go, you're going to shave this December 1st. I'll be around. <laughs> I'll be around. I'll be around when you walk into the bar and go, holy shit. <laughs> Who's that guy? <laughs> I'll be around. I'll be around. I'll be around. Come, come see me on New Year's Eve when everybody's dressed up looking their best. I'll be around. <laughs> And Why did that guy wear a satin jacket? I'll be around. <laughs> hey, look, I got these cool mutton chops. Said it'll be around. I'll be here, baby. Dude. <laughs> it's like also like shame I'll on be anyone that does shame on anyone that does Movember and isn't raising money. Because then you're just growing a mustache. No, no, most I, I would have to say most people aren't. That's um, fucking stupid. I don't even know. I don't even know the details besides knowing that it raises money. I don't know where people are giving money. It's I do pro- think it's the prostate cancer. Uh, it's the prostate cancer. Uh, thing. Well, and they're they've expanded to like other things like men's suicide prevention, which is good too. Oh, um, great. Was that, <laughs> was that sarcastic? <laughs> it, it was like it was just like it was like oh. Uh, it Did was sarcastic. Just, it was. This is not. Uh, this is not. Uh, this is not very look at me. But did you just question people raising money for a good cause? It, no, because it just showed me that like most people probably <laughs> aren't donating the money or raising the money. They're just doing it because it's like, oh, I'm doing it for this. Like I'm all I, about these things going viral and like the ice bucket challenge because the, the people that you're supposed to be like doing it to raise awareness and then give some money to somebody. But if you're just doing it. I spoke at challenges a little different, but if you're growing a mustache for Movember, you need to have an account and you need to be raising money. Other, uh, otherwise, you're just a fucking poser, dude. Among <laughs> or, or, or you're just a piece of shit in the world who will who's not setting up an account. And you just rock it. You got to take. Yeah, it sucks. Rock. It's a tough decision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, dude. when I go to the beach and people move their blanket a couple feet away, you got to own that, <laughs> and then you got to move a little closer. And go, what's the problem? Oh, yeah. And they go, you're not going to do anything about it, buddy. And I go, you're right. I won't. But Dude, what's the problem? <laughs> um, the reason people move their beach blankets away from me is because, you know how you put stuff down like a, a tube of sunscreen on the corners to keep your your, your beach sheet from uh, blowing away? Yeah. I always toss a penthouse down on one of the corners, dude. <laughs> toss a <laughs> penthouse down to keep the the blanket from and if out. I know you pretty well you got three penthouses and <laughs> one bottle of sunscreen if you go through it tough luck <laughs> I don't know I think I'm, I'm keep adjusting my volume sorry it could be all over the place throughout it's the cast fine. but okay, it's fine it's fine we're still figuring it out we're you'll honest. be able to hear it you know we're honest remember we're not in the same room we're yeah. not even in the same apartment we're doing it through the phone Recording on separate mics. What would so, you say? We're, we're like a mile away from each other, maybe. Mile and a half. Yeah. Uh, I bought yeah, a I'm gun. Just, I could probably shoot your house. I'm staring at a the neck of a squire right now. Just staring <laughs> at it. So I want to go grab a couple of beers, but then part of me is like, should I just stay in to be better? I know I've been working, but like even like on my day off, I'm like, well, should I stay in? But I want a couple of beers. Yeah. Well, you know. I got a bottle of vodka, but only almond milk. I don't know how that's going to taste. Oh, my God. You're turning into... Only if I had Kahlua. You're totally turning into the dude. <laughs> I mean, white Russians are fucking good. You know, I've only had Wait, like one. Wait, do you think vodka would taste good with almond milk? Yeah. Anything tastes good with almond milk. I'm not a big... I can drink most liquors and most beers. I have a hard time with vodka. I don't like it. It's got a certain... Even though it tastes, it's supposed to have a more subtle taste, I find it to be more pungent. I don't like it. You know, I don't really like it. Which actually doesn't make any sense. It's so it's, it's relatively light, but I don't like it. There's no hard liquor I like. There's no hard liquor that I'm like, oh, I was craving that. Now, brew dogs? You're a brew dog guy. Yeah. The only liquor I, I like, like, I do like whiskey, but I'll mostly beer. 
I'm not I a like big like wine. I enjoy a glass of wine, Brad. But well, rarely for me is it a glass. I enjoy a bottle of wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wine. I don't seek out wine a lot. If I have it, I like it, but I don't buy it a lot. But I do like it. So I don't. So for instance, I never, I hardly ever get anything with vodka in it. I don't like vodka. Where um, somebody puts a bottle of wine in front of me, you'd be like, I'll, I'll bite the top off the thing before I find a corkscrew. But now, vodka, no thanks. Now, at a bar, are you a... I feel like when we've been to bars, we typically get beer, but do you ever get a whiskey at a bar? Are you, are you that kind of a guy? No, I, I'm mostly beer. The only time I got whiskey, uh, when we went to L.A., we got a, like a lot. We were just having like a good time. We got these, like, drink a little more liquor. Well, look at you. Keeps you a little... Dude, that when I went to LA, man, I I, I struggled with that uh, time change for a sec. I actually did. Really? Look at you. I, well, I mean, like it's like you know, I usually go to bed by like eleven, eleven thirty, if that, depending on when I'm working. And it's like, oh, you know, it's nine o'clock, and it's twelve, and your body is naturally being like, yeah, I'm getting a little tired. So you crank up a little whiskey. You got another hour, two hours in you. Nice. Now, this is not meant Mostly to be beer, insulting. Though. This is not meant to be insulting. But are you the kind of guy that gets mean after a few whiskeys? Are you pretty happy? You know what's funny? I feel, if I have to have an honest assessment, I've had moments when I drink and I get angry, but for the most part, I feel like I'm an okay uh, drinker. I'm sure you've seen me in certain states, but I don't believe I, don't believe I ever get angry. No, I wouldn't I say you we, get angry. I wouldn't say you get angry. I would say I don't get angry at all. I I can maybe get a little moody, but honestly, uh, for the most part, or quiet, but for the most part, I think, I think in the right setting, I'm fine and I have a good time. For instance, when we get wasted at Skinny Dennis, it's always in the world of a good time. I think the last time I went, I got too drunk and I got like, I'm like, I got, I was tired, like a little moody, I left. But for the most part, I never get angry. The only time I've ever gotten angry when I drink is maybe if I'm by myself. Like, <laughs> I remember one time, or this has happened before, like something will happen, like just drunk, I'll come home and something's wrong with the door. And then like, it's like, it won't open. I'll wind open. Like I'll just throw something and then the anger has gone. And then I'm like, Woo, let's turn on some music. But for the most part, I can get a little moody, but not, uh, I wouldn't say I'm an angry drunk. I pretty much, I've known angry drunks before. But would you say that I'm just, I'm just spitballing. Talk about beating around the bush. No, I don't. I don't find you to be an angry drunk. I was just a. Do you, would you say though your mood changes if you're having a whiskey night or a wine night? Or oh, oh, right. That was your initial question. Yes, on both ends for sure. Beer keeps me a lot more level, like emotionally, and it's usually in the world of like good. Whereas, yes, yeah, liquor is dangerous. I think liquor is dangerous for a lot of people because it hits you so much faster, and so much stronger, and the drunk is different. I don't do shots. I don't like shots. I either like a nice, you know, nice mixed drink or a nice whiskey neat. And if they go down fast and they go down smooth, you can either get really happy and wired and like talkative. Or, yes, I've had some nights where they're like a little messier, just not out, outwardly. But yes, yes, because it's just it's a different drunk. It's a different drunk. And uh, I, I often steer away from liquor. Because uh, it's fun once in a while, but like. It more or less has a di- it's a different night no matter what. Sure. Besides, sure. if you have like three, four, five, but if you have like six, seven, they're always a different night. Always. Fair enough. Fair enough. I've rarely blacked out. I I I, I can probably count how many times I've blacked out on one hand, and all of them included liquor. Beers, more or less, no. Even on a really drunk night, liquor is dangerous, man. It'll dangerous. Get you. So I'm probably gonna buy a bottle of liquor. <laughs> Tonight. <laughs> well, I bought one last week. Went through it. I said I'd save it if we had to go into lo- total lockdown. Yeah. I went through it. <laughs> but you only have like two drinks a night, you know. It's a nice little thing. Oh, look at you. It's very, uh, two drinks. It's very, uh, normal. Yeah. I didn't say how tall they were. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've, you fill up an Ozark with one of those things, baby. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking oh, about. Boy. Walmart's version of Yeti. I once, I, I've been talking a lot, but this is the last thing I'll say. I put talking. an iced coffee in an Ozark last year. 
Still cold. <laughs> and it's on my kitchen table. Still cold, folks. Still cold. <laughs> um, don't mind me. I'm just looking at how thin these guitar picks are, dude. Wait now, when you you like to have a nice when you do have a nice liquor drink, yeah, yeah. Do you feel like it gets you a little happier, a little moodier, or the same? Uh, no, I'm I'm with you where I'm prone with you know I like to drink all day. I think that's no secret here. Uh, when I do drink, um, I like to drink beer because it's like oh I just know what's coming. It's chill. It's me. I like the taste. It's it's mildly hydrating if you drink light enough beer. <laughs> <laughs> What? I was with you until you said that, but go on. <laughs> I said mildly. I'm just kidding. You're right. You're uh, right. And then, um, you know, if I if I just go straight liquor, it's just I'm a different. It's just uh, I'm in a different, different world. Even though I've got a very high beer tolerance, I would say my liquor yeah. tolerance isn't the same. I must um, say I don't know if I've ever seen Sydney. I can't. I can't remember. I don't think so either. Uh, on liquor, I don't think I've ever seen you. A true angry drunk. I've never seen that. And you drink a lot, and you're usually chipper. Kind of. You you're almost always chipper. Uh, but no, I try to steer away from it just because it's a little harder for me to control. You know what I mean? You just, you just suddenly you're just with beer. It's just gradual, and you feel it coming on, and whatever happens, happens. But with uh, with liquor, it's just like boom. Suddenly you're gone. You're like, yep. Oh, that was that. Uh, um, but you know, whatever. I just if you're recommending this cast to friends, don't mention that we don't drink liquor. Just say, say we party really <laughs> yeah, fucking hard. I love liquor, dude. I love just a bottle. That was chat. a very mature take by both of us. I went to I went to college in Tennessee. I love George Dickel. Yeah. What's that? It's like Tennessee whiskey, but it's not as like highfalutin as uh, Jack Daniels. Very so good. It's like it's like the cool like. Oh, I drink Tennessee whiskey. But I'm not like a Jack Daniels head. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I've bought a fifth or two of George Dickel in my time, Brad. You know, George Dickel. Um. Oh, I was going to ask tasty. you something. I was going to ask you something. Shoot. Hey, uh, Jude, to the New York City skyline. Hey, Jude. They are are building up so many nonsense buildings that are bigger than the staple ones themselves. Did you (laughs) see, have you noticed this one going up by the Chrysler building? Can't even see the Chrysler building anymore. You can, but it's like, it's in the foreshadow. Very, very small Chrysler building. Don't make it bad. Take a sad song. I love the New York City skyline, but they are ruining it. So next time you want to look at the skyline, go look around the Chrysler building. There's a new skyscraper bigger than the Empire State Building. No, don't tell me that. Come on. You you look at the skyline all the time. You drive over the bridge. You look next time. I'm, oh, always, on, like, I'm always on my phone. <laughs> if you take if you take a little walk to the shore, the shore. A, a, away from people, if you want to just take a, a look, you'll see it. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> And I love the New York City skyline. Give it a lick. New skyscrapers. Hey, Jude. Hell yeah. And you know what's so cool about them? Only billionaires live in them. Cool. Mm-hmm. I love rich people. Dude, rich people rule. Dude, you know what's so great? Rich people are having a hard enough time coming up with a package to help us out. Cool. <laughs> hey, name your top three favorite rich people. Top three favorite rich people. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh God, I'm feeling funny, but I don't know. I well, just just name them off. I don't want to be home for all three right off the bat. Name my favorite rich people. Whatever you're ready. Um. Oh, so we're just uh, we're each going. We're each going. I guess just. Uh, uh top three favorite rich people. Let's see. For me, uh, Ricky Gervais. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I mean, Nutty Professor, The Office. Those are two great comedians. Uh, Charles Barkley. Yes. Love, dude. I don't know what it is, man. I'm a Tennessee fan, but I love Auburn grads. What can I say? Hell yeah. Um, Tom Hanks' wife. Mm. 
They're making a recovery, they claim. <laughs> they better. Dude, they've I'm already... Not, I'm not done with Hanks. They've already... see more Hanks. They've already had it. They're like, all right, moving on. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I don't want to wish it upon myself. Sure. I If I'm going to get it, I want to get it sooner than later. I don't want this, like, months from now, when everybody's, like, already been through it. It's like, everybody just get get it done with. I don't like the the fear and worry of it keeping going on. Yeah. But I guess it also goes along with, well, maybe I won't get it, right? That's yeah, a hope that you don't get it. We'll but if, it, if it's the idea that we're all going to get it, I would rather it sooner than later. Yeah. Look, Look at it. They're already done with it. They're already partying again. They're <laughs> already partying. Once you get it and it's gone, you don't get it again, or hopefully don't, you're back to fucking going to town. Yeah, I don't think you we can know drink enough. your beers. Oh, Hank's is going to... Dude, Hank... Dude. Has he has he skyped with Robert Logia yet to do a uh, a, a piano scene from a freaking uh, or is that James Khan? No, was it Robert Logia to do a piano scene from Big? <laughs> Who's the actor? You know what I'm talking about. Wait, did that guy die? Is that guy dead though? No, I hope not. Um, dude, uh, no, you're right. I mean, get it. Well. And I assume you mean like you'd get it and not have to go to the hospital and overwhelm the system. You just have it on your own. I'll put it this way. Privately. I'm totally not. Yeah, Robert Loja, unfortunately, he he died don't five years ago. Come on. I know he is. Yeah, Come he's on. great. Well, listen, I don't want to. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I have no idea what to even expect short of what other people are saying. And it doesn't sound fun. Sure. I hope I don't go to the hospital. I'm, I'm already planning on not because I hope it doesn't happen. I'm well prepared to call 911 or call a cab. Um, I definitely don't want to. So I'm hoping for everybody I know who get who gets it or hopefully doesn't get it, I hope we're all okay. Sure. Um, yes, I'm totally prepared I've, either way, right? Um, but hopefully, yeah, of course, if it's mild, I'll take it right away. Or, or even if it's bad but not like life-threatening, if it's just a really awful fever for a couple of days, really bad and uncomfortable, yeah, unfortunately, I'll take it sooner than later. I don't really want to get this like months from now as like, it's almost like you're running from it then. Sure. It's like millions of people have it. It's like, but I don't have it yet. Did I already have it? Or am I going to get <laughs> something about it? It almost I... scares me. What if it goes on longer and it gets, I don't know. I get the fear of like the longer it goes on. What if it gets worse somehow? Cause it goes to, I don't know what that means, but uh, I'd rather just get it. I, I, I admire your honesty, Brad, but I don't want to get it. I'm going to try and not get it. Yes, but you're saying like it's the idea of like to. I hope I never have to feel it. <laughs> you know, I don't but, know. But you're but you're mentally mentally you're thinking I'd rather just get it and get it over with. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But that's uh, that also goes with the idea of like saying like oh okay this year's flu. Well, I'm looking at the flu just giving me right away. There I've gone through many years without a regular flu, so I'm not gonna wish something if it's not gonna happen. Try yeah. and run from it and be safe. But Listen, um, it's like saying you want to do the SATs. At 8 a.m. on Saturday morning instead of at <laughs> noon on Saturday morning. You know what I mean? I, dude, I get what, it. What, when I propose to my wife and she's on the ground <laughs> and I've got a bungee strap to both legs <laughs> and I and they, we've got it all timed out where I'm going to come within like 10 feet of the ground Whoa, and pop that you. ring and I'm going to go shooting back up 100 yards in the air. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to do it. She's going to get there. I'm going to do it. Because the last thing I need is her like standing there for an hour, being like, "Oh my God, he's gonna kill himself." It's like, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm all strapped into this thing. I'm just trying to propose, but I can't do it. I'm too scared. Because wait, what scares you more, proposing or just doing bungee jumping? What? Oh, oh, proposing doesn't scare me at all. <laughs> I love to propose, dude. I propose twice a day. When? <laughs> it's like. I'll just like, I, I see people with cameras and camera phones, and I try to get them to turn their heads. <laughs> so I'll just like, like I'll be at like a Forever Twenty One, yeah, yeah, and I'll propose to a mannequin, and people are so into their phones they don't even realize I'm not proposing to a real person. They'll all just like hover around and try to film it. See, and it's not this until is I'm like viral done. material. You got to be filming. Dude, it's not until I'm done, and then they're like all like, "Oh my god!" and they kind of clap, but they're all like, then they all look back at their phones. They they turn the camera back facing them, and they're like, "That was the sweetest thing ever!" And I was just at a Forever Twenty One in Soho. And it's not till they upload the stuff to Instagram, and their friends start clowning them that they realize, "Oh, that 
That guy just proposed to a mannequin. Got him. <laughs> cool culture. When I pro- well, then again, I, <laughs> I'm going to take this whole take back. But cool culture. When I'm proposing to my girlfriend, everybody's going to take a picture of it and then post it. Can we just not live in an age where you just saw it and you told somebody about it? Having said that, if you propose in public, you're asking for it. Uh, if you propose in the bleachers of a Miami Heat game, <laughs> you're asking to be on the big screen. You're asking to be filmed. Uh, <laughs> Who's ever privately proposed at like a sports game? And if you do, lame. Get her on the big screen. Oh, yeah. If you're going sports game, you got to go big. If somebody proposed, if a woman proposed to me because she's like, you're waiting too long, uh, and I look up and I'm not on the big screen at Fenway, I'm probably going to say no. I'm like, you should have prepared this. You should have gotten a hold of somebody to get us on the screen. (laughs) Right? I mean, give me a break. You either go on the screen or you just do it somewhere else. Now, how do you feel about restaurants? Because I feel like there's two different roads here. But I think that maybe, unfortunately, you want the same reaction at the end of the day. I feel like maybe at some restaurants, there's like the kind of make a little bit of a scene, get on one knee, everyone notices, everyone claps, let you get back to your business, and then a few people pat you on the shoulder on the way out. Or do you just sort of do it really quietly at the table, and maybe you get down on one knee, maybe you don't, and no one around you notices? And, or is that like, is that not enough? You know I, mean? I think I think the same people who are proposing in public anyways, like around a lot of people. Yeah. Like within like eyesight, like next table next to you are the same people that are worried about what they need to be watching right now. <laughs> They're like, have an intimate moment with your significant other. That's meaningful. Not because it's just a nice steakhouse. I mean, those are like that, that kind of proposing is for like bankers. It's like, oh, I just took it to this great restaurant overlooking like New York and like New York's finest is here. Dude, I love a good and you Ruth's propose. Chris. Like, what? I love a good Ruth's Chris. <laughs> yeah, man. And uh, no, nah, man, they're, they're the same people who are, are, are finally catching up on Game of Thrones. <laughs> just have a private moment. Don't have everybody looking at you. <laughs> Having said that, I do want to propose... <laughs> With a lot of, I don't, I'm just, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm just joking around now. Uh, I didn't finish. I didn't finish the joke. I don't know. Whatever. No, I, dude. I mean, you're finished. You've said enough. It's the people that are asking what they should be watching right now. It's like, guys, the economy is changing forever. The world is changing forever. Now, couldn't be a better time to just decide what you want to watch. If you happen to like a show that's also popular, fine. But like. To think that, like, you're still keeping up with people via, like, Instagram and stuff because you're all watching the same show. It's like, come on, guys. I don't know. Now I'm judging yep. those people, but we're yep. here at the lick we're paid to judge. If you wanted safe takes, <laughs> I love how this, this is, like, a dangerous take. But if you wanted safe takes, I'm sure there's, like, you know. A web series on what? <laughs> Gardening. Gardening. NPR. If you wanted something safe. Dude, speaking of web series, oh, I'm, I'm jumping on your take here. Sorry. No. You know what I really hate about comedy? Is that people have these ideas for like web series, but it's like, like I'll just take a, like, a simple idea. Like, let's say we know a comedian who happens to be into gardening, right? Oh, I love gardening. And I'm also, I do comedy. So I should do a web series that is like gardening and comedy. And then, um, but all they do is they just make, they either just take, they just make gardening seem as dumb as possible or as silly as possible as opposed to just like diving into the material and making it interesting. Does sure. that make sense? Sure. It's like, oh, we're just going to make this look so stupid and plain. It's like, okay. Or we're going to make this look so silly and over the top. It's like, you could just let it exist. You know? I've got the patience for that. <laughs> sure. Sure. 
Like okay. comedians, we're we're always trying to capitalize on nonsense. <sighs> Brad, it's becoming another critic for the New York Times over here in my solitude. What's that? I'm just becoming another critic for the New York Times over here in my solitude. Yeah. <laughs> you are, or I am. Me? I guess both of us, maybe. Nah, who cares? <clears throat> Criticize. Wait, maybe this is maybe this is your chance to start submitting articles. Seriously, <laughs> you have some like real takes on Dude, things. I'll tell you one thing: is uh, the one thing I will not be doing during this is writing. <laughs> I, I mean, maybe. But people are like, oh, you'll get a lot of writing done. I'm like, you know, I don't, I didn't want to before. You should. I didn't want to before, and I'm certainly not going to now. I'm yes, gonna... you do. You already said you're writing the lick, a lick uh, pilot, yeah, I think I was which writing. I love. <laughs> I'm going <gonna>, <laughs> to play the guitar for three hours a day. I'm going to run errands. <laughs> and I'm going to watch TV with music on and just be stoned every night. <laughs> <sighs> I don't think that's bad. That's, I honestly like that. I'll probably you're do like, it. Mostly. Oh, you're, you're gonna get so much writing done. I was like, bet you I won't. No, I mean writing is naturally like a frustrating thing. So you're right. Like I even joked, I'm like, oh, we still like write a scrape play or whatever. And you know, what? Maybe, I guess maybe we could if I guess it was like joint, like joking around. Which honestly, see the problem with it is this: writing is usually a miserable, hard process. It includes a lot of overcoming. Uh. Listen, we have dreams of being comedians. We do a podcast. We try to be funny. Mm-hmm. I think I speak for both of us, and I know I speak for both of us. Thank you. We want to be comedic actors. Or as far as I'm concerned, we have the ability to, and we want to do these things. They take a lot of effort. And a lot of that effort requires a shit ton of, especially in the writing world, of like getting over how hard it is, because it is hard. But having said that, you're right. It's so hard to do. It's not fun to do a lot. So you're right. Doing a lot of writing during all this can be done, might be done, but it's never fun. It's always very difficult. So anybody who ever knocks any artist, writer, comedian, you have to know how hard it is. It's very difficult to overcome sitting down because the idea is you would like to. Yeah. I mean, like if the ideas were flowing and you felt creative and funny and you're like doing this or that. So I guess in this, this setting would be either writing something for the future or filming something that you felt like it was an outlet for yourself, but all of it's very hard. So yes, probably not a lot of writing will get done, but in the real world, fuck, it is a good time to do it. I guess that's the point. Right. We probably won't do it. It's a wonderful time to do it, but it's so fucking hard because you sit down and you're like, I don't want to, I can't, I don't know. I can't. That's what's hard. It's well, so hard. Yeah. Well, and if I'm, it's hard, I'm trying to be like really Zen right now. Sure. And so when I wake up and I think of like, what do I want to do today? Well, today, sure. I, today I wanted to buy a thermometer. I couldn't find sure. it, but I didn't look very hard. I went to two stores. Sure. That's it. And um, and today I wanted to do the lick, and I want to play the guitar, and I'm going to do sure. those things. <laughs> Writing makes people more miserable. Dude, we I'm know like, a professional writer. He's always miserable, and we love him. You know. <laughs> Man, I've got to pee again, but I have been crushing through some proof. Yeah. So a lot, so much for the lick movie. <laughs> no, 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 no. I will write that. I will Lickers, he just admitted he doesn't care about the lick movie. You all want to see? I'm not gonna write it. He's gonna do it. Sid, will you just write it for these people already? Will you just do it? See, he can't respond right now. He's peeing. I can hear him. It's his response. I'm not gonna do it. I just told you how hard it is. He's going to write the Lick movie you all want to see. You need to call in and tell him about this. Don't call me. I don't have the patience for this stuff. Nobody, listen, he just said how zen he was. He's going to do this. It's going to be wonderful. I can hear him. I don't even think I've guessed what kind of beers you had tonight. I'm going to go somewhere in the world of Bud Light Coors Light, but I might be a little dangerous here. I might say you got a couple founders. <laughs> no. In New York? 
Wait, how many? You got a 30 rack? For $30? Where? You go to Big Blue. They serve? You can buy out of that store? Oh, fuck. Really? Good to know. I go by there on my bike. Wow. 30 bucks for a 36? Shit. So they must have pretty good prices on the rest of their beer. I don't know what the kind of collection they have, but whatever they have is good. Yeah. I got a problem. I got a flat tire. Do you th I am actually wondering if some bike shops are open uh, minimally as a way of transportation. Seriously. You know, they're so, so part of the, you know, the smaller ones. Well, I guess they're all kind of small. I see bees bikes. Can, can you do me a favor? Maybe tomorrow. Can you see if bees? Oh, I guess I can call them. No, I'm, I'm wondering if they're just doing. I'm wondering if like people because they might fix like. I guess if maybe if I don't know, I don't I want to say they're not, but I don't know. Um, you know, it's I, so interesting. Not a lot of bikers are out, but I'm just saying if people are, are like going places who don't want to take the subway. Well, I think like what you just pointed out was so interesting because in other cities, a bike shop may not be considered essential. But New in York, New York kind of City, it, it it's people like rely on a bicycle the way they rely on a car here. Yeah. And we're being told to not take the subway if at all possible. Yeah. Like the only people that say, should be taking the subway now yes. are essential workers. I'm going to say yes. Crack them. They're going to be open. Dude, you would think. I mean, because... You, I'm going to... I got... Well... Keeping my bike or your bike in shape is one less person on the... Well, I'm not even supposed to be taking the subway because I'm not an essential worker. You are a food person, so you're an essential worker. And so you're allowed to take the subway. But uh, but even your bike being in commission is one less person on the subway, which is a service. So the bike shops in, in that regard should be open, yeah. I got. I don't have any tubes. I don't want to fix it either. But so I, I pumped up the. I pumped up the tires on my old bike. Yeah. And I rode it. I have no idea how I rode this thing. It is so <laughs> small for me. It's pretty. I liked it at the time. I love that bike. Yeah. Peg, old Peg, but it definitely is a. Uh, it definitely is totally different mm -hmm. and small. But I loved it. It is a good little bike. So I've been riding on that. But yeah, i got to see if I can get that fixed because I'm too dumb. I don't know how to fix a tube and I don't have a spare. Well, here's the thing. If you have, if you get the tube, I have all the Had stuff. Had a big tack in it. Because we could just, I could go stand in your front uh, sidewalk and we could stand six, ten feet apart from each other. I could do your you bike and then you could either disinfect it or just like not use it for 24 hours or however long we're supposed to not, how, you know. I guess disinfect it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But we could do that. I, yeah. Because you haven't touched it in uh, a couple days. Yeah, but I... So I have little patches, but you mean to fix a tube or you have a spare tube? Or if I could buy a tube. If you could somehow get a tube, then I could come help you fix it. And we could stay yeah, in proper Well, that would mean a bike store is open. And sanitize. Yeah. I'll, I'll go look at bees tomorrow. That'd be kind of fun. I'm looking up. Almond milk. When's the last time you went to a grocery store, Brad? Well, here's the problem. Uh, maybe two days ago. Um, I noticed the, stu the food that I'm trying to, like, just have at the house and uh, not go to the grocery store as much. Yeah. Is, I, I think, it, dude, if there was ever a full-on, like, shutdown where they're, like, Grocery stores and hospitals and police officers and firemen are going to work, and that's it. Whatever, in that world. They're like, even all restaurants close. Everything's closed. Subways are going to close. Everybody's staying inside. It's gotten that bad. Yeah. If there ever came a point where they're like, you cannot do anything but go to the grocery store, but also at that point it would seem like it's everywhere, so it's like just no, it's only, not even worth taking a chance anymore. Yeah. I don't even know how much food one person thinks they need for two weeks or more. Never mind a family. Fair enough. You know, I'm looking at the food I bought. I spent like 70 bucks, and you don't get a lot. You, dude, you spend 70 bucks at the grocery store? It's not really that much. No. It's like a couple boxes of pasta, a couple of soups, a couple boxes of cereal, some things that will last. And it's like, damn, like everything's not that 
cheap, cheap. And so, yeah, I mean, the feeling of like going to the grocery store is not, they have to stay open. I mean, I, I, if, if that ever came to a point, and I'm, I hope this doesn't happen because that would actually be dangerous. I couldn't imagine anybody doing nothing but looting considering people would starve well, if, we if the grocery stores ever closed. We have to hope society would remain intact. going to go down. I don't know. But, yeah, that would be fucking... There's going to come a point where we all just go nuts. No, 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 no. We're going to handle yeah, this. Yeah, I think so. We're going to come I out I think better. there's going to be a point where New York City's going to go movie style. No, Brad. Don't even spread that hatred around. I come think, on, have a little fun with me. Dude, What's going to happen? We're better than Italy. You know what I mean? Yeah, a bunch we, of green pointers, open drinking policy over here. We can be trusted. I don't. I haven't gone to any of those. Uh, I didn't say that. I'm, t- I'm saying our fellow man. I still. <laughs> I still think. I, I. The pessimist in me, of course, wants to make some jokes, but the optimist in me has. Every time I leave the house, I'm surprised by how much fewer people they were than the last time, and I think it's it's sinking in slower than we would wish, but it's sinking in with people. All right, if you had to rob. Brooklyn Standard or C-Town? Which one would you go into first? Oh, come on. Did you know I'm a Stumptown coffee head? It's not even fair. You're going to go get it. I'd go to Brooklyn Standard. Hell yeah. Yeah, but C-Town has really, really good ice cream deals right now. <laughs> They're supporting the people in hard times. <laughs> it's like three ninety nine. You love ice cream. I like ice. I have, I've been splurging. Been going Van Lu and I spent an extra two bucks. Oh wow. my lord! See, Van Lu is like ten dollars most places. My grocery store at seven, and most of the ice cream in general in New York is around like five or six, unless you want like friggin' Briars. But you know, I like to have a good life. I like to have a little Hagen Dazs. I, like yeah, I, like, I like to live. Hey. So I spent a couple extra dollars more. I've never had better ice cream. Dude, never. You like your ice cream like you like your precursors to Windows. DOS. <laughs> that I do. That I do. Um, yeah, so what do you, like, what's your flavor, what, like, what are you, like, let's say a liquor wants to be like you and have, like, some ice cream at night. Like, what time do you eat it, and what flavor are you eating? Flavors are tough. I, I'm a big fan of, like, people discovering their own flavors. I personally, Haagen-Dazs, my favorite flavor. Um, I, like, I honestly like their, the green tea ice cream, because even though it's a hint of green tea, it's, like, pretty creamy. It's, like, it's own like, original flavor. And I, it, yeah, so I like that one. Okay. Um, their cookie dough is good too. Uh, ben and Jerry's. Um, I haven't heard you mention them much. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't get Ben and Jerry's as much. There's one I used to like. It was like a cinnamon roll one. It had these little cinnamon roll chunks in them. But that gave me a stomach ache. Uh, you can't go wrong with like. Uh, oh goodness, what a! I sound like an old lady there. Oh goodness. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying. Draw, see, I see. Here we go. I'm drawing blanks on the names of the ice creams. Don't. They do a couple of good ones with pretty good, like vanilla base, like your peanut butter chunk type stuff, chocolate chunk. Uh, but Van Leeuwen, they had one with. It was like a, It was like a. Now you're gonna think I'm like all hipstery here. No. Because it's oat, did oat milk. Wait. It oat milk, oat milk based ice cream. But the reason why I got it. Yeah. Brown. I talked about this on the last one. Brown sugar chunks. Caramel swirl and chocolate chunks. Never had an ice cream like this. Never. Never. Look, wow. So, uh, wow. Oh, hold so on. I, my can routine we, is usually can we go back after here dinner. For one se- can we go back here for one second? Yeah, sure, sure. I do want to hear the rest of this. But what would make me think you're a hipster? Is it because you ride a bike to a, a pizza place in Greenpoint <laughs> where you're encouraged to wear uh, pizza uh, pizza stuff that's anything but your pizza place? Is that? Is that what I don't wear. I only wear. <laughs> well, because I hang out with a guy with giant sideburns. Oh, got me. <laughs> they, but, uh, they, they, they see me walk around with my sidekick, who wears sidekick. E- old school eagle T-shirts tucked into his jeans. <laughs> <laughs> 
dude. But I, I digress. You're right. I would love to be your, like your sidekick. Like it's like it's it's like Brad Howe. Brad Howe and <laughs> just Sydney. all the time. Brad Howe and Sydney. All the time. <laughs> like we're your sidekick. A lot of comedians have that. I used I've had a few. But like, as in one of my sidekicks moved away. Well, I just picture me in a very demeaning level. Like you have the motorcycle and I have like the sidecar. I'm just sort of. Yeah, like, I'm kind of an asshole. I'm not yeah, proud of it. I yeah. Probably would find that yeah. route. But I'm not proud of it. I'm not usually the good guy in the movie. <laughs> well, I'm kind of like Kenny Powers. Like he's an oh, asshole, yeah. but everybody loves him. Yeah. All right. So you're. All right. So you're. Ta- we, well, we left off. You're talking about. <laughs> I also think I'm a might be a wait. I I recently looked up. I'm like I'm like ah, am I a narcissist? Like am I do I do I put other people down? Yeah. Nobody hates me more than myself. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't have an inflated sense of personality. Maybe on the lick, shut me off on GarageBand and start listening to me talk to myself. <laughs> Dude, I'm always googling. Uh, why do all the uh, people that don't matter around me calling me a narcissist? <laughs> Dude, you know what? If you're a narcissist, just fucking own it. Hell Enough yeah. of this. We're all trying to fix ourselves. We're not going to be fixed. You can adjust. You can make changes and improvements. But the core of you is going to be there. So just own it, will you? It's probably not even your fault. It's your parents' fault. Just, <laughs> you know, it's like, just, just own it, will you? And just rock it. <laughs> just rock it. Maybe it'll be, maybe, hey, you never know. There could come a time where it's cool to be a narcissist and everybody's going to start becoming these, like, Fake narcissist. Be the real one. Just own it. Yeah. Just own who you are. Yeah, like, pretty soon you'll be able to own something that makes you a narcissist from, like, rag and bone. But just go ahead and do it <laughs> now before it's hip and cool. Yep. <laughs> well, I think we've been on the air for, like, two hours. No way. Yeah, two hours and two, three, three and a half minutes. Well, it just flies, doesn't it? Makes those half an hour, 45-minute cast look like sissy boys. Um, All right. Yeah. I'm going to go make a white Russian, as in just almond milk and vodka. I'm reading about some ingredients I can make this with. Because, yeah, I can't drink vodka straight. Now, anybody who gets these, like, uh, you know, these Manhattans and whatnot, I don't, I don't think so. Like a, like a vodka martini wolf. Oh God, or no! Gin, oh, or a gin martini, yes. that's a that's a taste. I like gin, but it's straight. Oh my lord! The only buddy I ever saw take a shot of gin and didn't cough after was Keith Schmoen. Keith Schmoen, give him a lick. Sitting at a bar with him, he gets a shot and a beer. I go, "What's he gonna get? Whiskey? I'll take a little cheap gin." He puts it down and continues the conversation. I go, "Oh man, now this." <laughs> You don't fuck around with this guy. I love Keith Schmoe. He's in Japan. That's the guy you don't fuck around with. <laughs> you want to fuck with him, but at some point, you're not going to want to fuck around with him anymore. Fair enough. Give him a lick, dude. Give Keith Schmoe a big lick. Friend of the cast. Keith Schmoe he lives a, in Japan. A friend of me and Brad's for years and years. And he met the love of his life and moved to Japan. <clears throat> God bless him. Well, Brad, uh, I should play us out with a song from that infomercial, unless there's something you wanted to hear. Nothing more that I want to hear than about 20 bands in less than a minute. I know what you want to hear. You want to hear the guitar solo from Fool Around and Fell in Love. Oh, yes, I do. One of my favorite soft rock. So It is my favorite soft rock solo of all time. Here we go, guys. Fooled Around and Fell in Love by Elvin Bishop. Here's the guitar solo. Is it the, make sure it's a full one. I think it's a full one. The song is like seven minutes long. Yep. Ooh, chai. Oof. Just smoking a cigarette on the hood of a car. Because you and your girl didn't even go into the concert. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to smoke. didn't even make it in. I'm going to smoke to this. And the lick will go on for the entirety of this song. Oh my god, what a freaking 
smooth. This is soft rock. Yep. This is soft rock. I love my rock soft. I'll fucking say it. Yeah, dude. Elvin Bishop. So, Brad, what's going on for you tonight after this? Um, I'm going to try and make a white Russian minus the Kahlua. <laughs> nice. Vodka? Is this going to make sense? Vodka? I'm going to try to look up a recipe. Vodka, almond milk, and I need a coffee-flavored liquor or something's got to, like, should I just make a pot of coffee? Um, is milk and vodka gonna be nasty just on its own? Yes. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. Well, probably not. Probably, I don't know. I hate milk. <laughs> oh, by the way, I said this song Wait, was now seven I gotta go to the grocery long. store and get some coffee flavored ice cream. Oh. Make a. I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna make a vodka float. <laughs> coffee flavored ice cream. You should dude. with vodka. A vodka float. Do you, um... Do you, like, keep ice cubes on hand? Are you going to need some ice cubes for that float? Or do you not use ice I, cubes in a float? I have the trays. I have the trays that I don't know. I guess you just do. <laughs> they've been in there... They've been in there probably, uh... Since Halloween. Since I was wearing my <laughs> nun costume. Those cubes don't come out to play a lot. So I got cubes. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe By the way, I guys, drink. I accidentally said that version of that song was seven minutes long. It's four minutes and 36 seconds. <clears throat> what? Dude, you're going to have a freaking coffee float tonight. Coffee, vodka. No, I'm not going to leave the house. I guess it's just going to be almond milk and vodka. Fuck. Dude, I've been eating frozen pizza every night of the week. And here's the thing. I have other options. But you know what I really want to eat right now? It's another fucking frozen pizza, dude. I think I'm going to do mac and cheese. Yeah, a, do it. I'm a Totino's man. Sure. And then Totino's makes the smaller party pizzas, too. Here's the thing. You do a Tostitos in an oven or a toaster oven. It's a little crispy. Not my style. I make these things in the microwave, and it's like a fucking pastry, dude. Sure. Like a soft, squishy <laughs> pastry of pizza. Oh, I'm take, I, I know. I'm, I love them. Dude, I'm taking down two a night, and I have, like, other options of dinner tonight. And, folks, don't get me wrong. I only eat fun food. I don't eat anything healthy. Like, my other options are, like, burritos where I'm going to shred more cheese on them and also add Frank's Red Hot and shit. Uh, and some, like, really fun trail mix with a lot of chocolate in it. But yet, I'm gravitating towards the pizza. Gotta have it again. I think you should do like an Instagram story or care or just a running character of like a vintage frat guy who talks about this stuff, but also kid college kids would like. I'm not. That's not even a joke. It could actually be like successful. Well, I'm not even kidding around right now. That's really what I'm about to have for dinner. No, I know, which makes it sound like I'm making fun of you, which I'm not, because those are actually pretty good. I'm. That was an actual thought of a. Potentially good idea. Oh, I would Meaning. never take that as an insult. I love it. it there's a uh, there's an Instagram page called I think I've shared it with you. Your dad's America, and vintage frat, and it's just hilarious. Just like this '80s <laughs> fratty stuff. I don't know. There's no point to it. Just look at it. It's funny. I'm caught in between. I'm looking at uh, all this. Uh, how much? I think I found a recipe. I have some of the ingredients: vodka, milk. N I have nutmeg and cinnamon, which are, is included. Maybe I can make this work. I think you can. All right, I'm gonna try it. All right. Well, on that note, let's go drink. All right, folks. And stay um, healthy. Um, we'll just. Uh, there's only like a few. There's like a minute and a half left of the song. We can go in and end the call and just let them play it out with the music if you want. Or I'm sticking around for that song. Yeah, me too. All right, we have a minute and 15 left. 
Well. Love it. Good. Good. Well, I'm either going to watch a concert tonight or I'm going to watch this fucking soft rock documentary. A, a docu- documentary. <laughs> Infomercial. <laughs> I do watch a concert. <laughs> watch a concert and then recommend it to me. Dude, maybe I'll watch like a Pearl Jam concert in like Spanish. Wait, have you ever <laughs> have you ever seen the Pearl Jam Pink Pop? No, I've seen, we've talked about that. I've right? seen twenty PJ twenty. Which one is that? One of my I think I think my I think my top favorite concert only because it's coming to me now, and I'm not even the biggest Pearl Jam head. Mm-hmm. I think for me, my favorite concert is Pearl Jam at Pink Pop in the in the Netherlands. In uh, the early 90s. It's pretty popular. It's definitely on YouTube. Oh, I love it. And I'm not even a big... And I'm not even a big uh, Pearl Jam head. It's an incredible concert if you like Pearl Jam. I do. I recommend it to anybody. Well, folks, you heard it here first. What's it called again? But Doom... Actually, why don't you go find one... Pink Pop? That I don't know about, too. What's it called? I can recommend it. Uh, Pink Pop. It was a festival. I think... I don't know if it still goes on, but... I'll check it out. All right, folks. Well... Brad, we did it. A nice two-hour robust cast for them. All right. Enjoy your drinks. <laughs> enjoy. Everyone enjoy your drinks. All right. Be safe. Wash your hands. Don't get sick. <laughs> yeah, don't get sick. All right. I'm going to hit stop. Try not to. Bye, liquors. Bye. <laughs>